This is episode 243 for August 2013. We're continuing our live call-in edition as we celebrate 15 years of the crawl space. And we're taking calls from around the world, so let's get to it. Pirate Beck is coming on the line now. If you don't remember Pirate Beck, this is the one that uh, informed Kevin about the sharks eating Morbius. And I'm probably Which, like, like Sonic's watching it, watching Taylor. <laughs> and Skype is Sonic. Pirate, what's going on, sir? Hey, man, how you doing? How have things been in the last year or whatever? We haven't talked to you since Morbius ate those sharks. <laughs> I know, right? What a twist. And, and Kevin said, screw it, it's a call-in show. I'm not getting on this bastard. Can't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where are you calling from again, just to refresh us? Australia, is that right? Uh, the UK, I'm afraid. Sorry, I'm not that far south. <laughs> What's your question? What do you got, buddy? All right, I've got three. Um, first off, Bretoni and Jr. Um, I'm guessing the uh, the kids you look after, Bretoni and. Oh no! What are we oh. guessing? The kid. Yeah, he, he. I think he got cut off again. I think he said, "You're Jr.'s kid." <laughs> Jr. Did you know about this? I think we had the paternal... The, the jackal collected some specimens from J.R. Papa? Papa? <laughs> oh, this is dreadful. Papa! Uh, is this happening on your end, or is it just me? No, my end feels fine. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 you're asking something to J.R. and Josh. He was Jerry Springer taking out, like, the envelope, saying, J.R., you are the father. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll get it through. Um... You know, anyway, the, the kids you look after, Batoni and Spencer's about ten, if I'm right. So, uh, what kind of books, like Spider-Man books, sorry, would uh, you let your kids read that have come out in the last ten or so years? I mean, I know that there's the '60s stuff, but what recent stuff would you actually let the guys you look after read, basically? Um, I, you see, kids today, it really depends upon the parents, because like there is one parent who I work with, which I shouldn't even be saying this, but like her kid's eleven. And the mom will not let him go near, like, any book that has a gun in it. I took him to the library, and she, like, yeah. texted me, make sure he doesn't look at any army books, you know? And this kid's 11, but he... But, like, meanwhile, you know, there's, like, you know, six-year-olds where the parents will let them watch Family Guy. So it's basically at the discretion of the parents. I have to use my judgment. Um, if we read a Spider-Man book on the Kindle, sometimes if there's... Um, language. In fact, like, there was two kids a few nights ago, and this wasn't a Spider-Man book, but there was a Star Wars book where two people were hungover, and instead of saying the word hungover, I said sick. So, usually you could just, like, change little things. And, uh, stuff like Doc Ock jerking his McGurkin will go over most of their heads. (laughs) (laughs) Jerking his McGurkin. That sounds like a bad pickle. Um, yeah. That that was coined by someone on the podcast. It might have been Chris or Kevin. Or no, it was, it, was, it was done. It was done. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, Spencer never got into comics, did he, Jr. Not too he much. Likes video games. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's mostly into video games. Yeah, he. In fact, he just turned twelve uh, a few days ago, and uh, he's. I. You know, in fact, actually, we went to the comic book store not long ago, and he asked me to pick him up the um, the uh, Batman and Robin trade, like the first, uh, which has the first few issues when Dick was Batman and Damian was was Robin. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, he, he wanted that. He was, he was familiar with that. He, uh, through all of his surfing and YouTubing and everything like that, he's pretty familiar with a lot of the, uh, comic storylines going on. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he also knows unauthorized ways of picking up comic books. Uh, for example, he knows what's going 
point out in the Walking Dead comic, but uh, if his mother ever knew he was reading him, his mother would freak out completely because she doesn't like yeah. the profane language. Um, I've been rather liberal with what I've let Spencer read, I guess. Perhaps that's some, some bad parenting on my part. Um, I you, think to, he can, you think he can read Superior off the stand now? Oh, yeah. As a parent, would you yeah, feel he, fine? I, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't object. I yeah. mean, no, I, I don't... Uh, okay. You know, I you know I know I don't. I mean, I grew up reading a bunch of crap and horror comics and watching horror movies yeah. and stuff, and uh, I never felt that uh, I was corrupted uh, by any of that. So I, I tend to be pretty liberal on what I think will will corrupt children. So, although it's kind of funny, once I remember when I was in a comic book store once, and Spencer was pointing out some comics, and he and one of them he pulled out was like Spider Man Rain, you know. And then there's some guy who says, uh, you know, I don't know if you really want to let him read that. And I gave this guy one of those. Do you know who I fucking am? You know. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was trying to proceed man, to tell Ma- me. Nicki Minaj over here, man. <sighs> you know who the F.I. Yeah, is? I'm J.R. Fettinger, bitch. I know it sounds so arrogant. And, oh, my gosh. I hate I pedestrian that, parents. Like, you're out somewhere with yeah. a kid, and, like, somebody who, like, doesn't know half of a situation, you know, like, and probably doesn't have kids of their own, so wants funny. to give you advice about what you're doing right or wrong. I, I, I hate that. Yeah. That was That's just what he was going to tell me what he thought was appropriate for my son to read in a Spider-Man comic. That was Spider-Man well, yeah, Spider-Man Rain, I'll give you that. That's suckage. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's a difference, though, between something that's inappropriate and something that just sucks quality-wise, though. Exactly. <laughs> what else you got for us, Pirate? Um, I was going to ask Don and Chris, since you are the uh, youngest members of the podcast, I believe, um, and Marvel do a reboot of Spider-Man every ten years, not with the character, but with, like, Nova or Gravity or whoever. How would you make a modern Spider-Man that kind of reflects what you want to see in a comic? Hmm. Uh, I guess I, I, I'll let Don answer first, because I don't really think I caught what the question is. Is it you're asking uh, how, would, how would we reinterpret Spider-Man in terms of what we would like to see for a new audience? The yeah, new yeah, ultimate, yeah. The, the new Ultimate Spider-Man for 2013, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, he well he can't be white. That's first. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> um, gosh, you know, I, I'm not sure if I can come up with stuff that like that's that's too dissimilar from Bendis' original Ultimate Spider-Man, in the way that like you got to bring forth, you know, his double life is what drives the complications in his normal life, and that's why you want to kind of root for him. I guess that's in essence what Spider-Man is, and that's, if you just carry that and just make it modern and believable in a way, don't you know have the word Facebook in every issue, but you know make it to where you kind of believe in the character through that way, and not you know talk down to your audience of a certain age. I think that's the best way to come. You know, I don't know. I know I'm being very vague with that, but like that's essentially we kind of keep. If I if I were trying to do it, that's kind of how I would do it. That's completely fair, man. I I agree, I agree with you totally. Cool. Yeah, um, I don't. Um, I actually. You know, I hate to admit this, but I came in, like, when I started reading the Spider-Man comic books, it was during the um, Mackie reboot run. So (laughs) I guess that's what worked on me. So if they could just catch that lightning in a bottle again, um, (laughs) they'll they'll do great. Just bring out the Golden Clones. We'll be (laughs) sorted. Yeah. Um. I was like, whoa, he was a clone of nobody? (laughs) <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> uh, and yeah, that's funny. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah. What else you got, pirate? Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, one last question for you, BD. Yep. Now, right. I know that you're a huge fan of the Amazing Friends cartoon, but have you ever right. seen the uh, 5,000... Uh, well, it's, it's production numbers 5,000, but the 80s one, the solo series. Uh, very limited. Back in the 80s, they released a few of them on VHS tape. And uh, it was, I guess that show was syndicated, and I never really uh, – wasn't in my market. I lived in the St. Louis market and it was never got to my area. So the, I, I did see a couple of them. I saw, I think, The Incredible Shrinking Spider-Man, which I thought was a takeoff of that Lily Tomlin movie from <laughs> years ago. Um, also, I saw one – they released it on VHS which where he teamed up with the Black Cat, and I thought that was cool. But I've only seen a few episodes of it. And it's on Netflix now, and I, I just couldn't really get through it. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that um, yeah. the beginning part isn't as good, but the last uh, 13 episodes, there are some great episodes, because there's an episode, right? I'm not kidding here. There's an episode where Aunt May tries to kill Spider-Man by putting, like, uh, poison in a cake and for him to eat it. And trying to... Really? Yeah, yeah, and trying to... Yeah, I thought about that episode, yeah. <laughs> So I'm shade at his head. Why, it, it's why is Aunt May trying to kill Spider-Man? What's because, okay, get this. The chameleon has convinced Aunt May that Uncle Ben's dead ghost is uh, wanting revenge on Spider-Man and uh, <laughs> wants him <laughs> and wants him dead so uh, he can be avenged. I'm not making any of this up. Yeah, so she's going to kill him with the cake. Yeah, man. And, oh. and there's also the last episode, which is basically a Spider-Man Medusa fan fiction. And there's a part in the middle where, um, like, they're in a park and they have ice cream and Spider-Man's like, I want to eat it, but I can't take my mask off. So Medusa puts her hair around him and it's like, now nah, you can. And he's like, I can't do this. And she's like, you don't trust me! And she runs away. And <laughs> so so Spider-Man's face is covered with hair and he's trying to eat ice cream? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's covered okay. like, by her hair, like in a barrier. So it's just the two of them in a, in a small So lift. there's just like an opening for his mouth so he can eat ice cream? Why did he just lift up his mask? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was because really then Medusa wouldn't be able to run away crying. <laughs> There's also an episode where Betty Brandt dates Jonah Jameson. Uh, oh my god! Seriously, like the end of that series, like the first thirty episodes aren't so great, but the end part there are so many good episodes. I just I like can't that help. Show. It is really good at the end. Like seriously, watch that episode with the chameleon Aunt May. It's hilarious. Oh, it's also another time where Aunt May takes out the chameleon <laughs> in, in animation as well, and it's even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so bad, like but it's so brilliant at the same time, and it's just it's really ridiculous. And but it's, I recommend checking that episode out, man. It's, it, you should watch it. You'd laugh. Okay, I will. It's on Netflix. So I, I will. <laughs> Not I'm, asking, I'm asking everybody this before they get off the line. Uh, what were you doing back in 1998 when the crawl space went online? Uh, let's see. I I'm trying to think. I would have been six years old. So I'm gonna. Oh wow, age myself there, right? Um, oh, no, some, some people are even younger that I ask that question to. Um, and how did you, how did you discover the Crawl Space and the podcast? Oh, wow. Um, I think I found it by accident. I really can't remember when I found. I know I found it before I started commenting on the site, like a few years. But then I found it again in two thousand. I think it was ten. And uh, then I started commenting, and then I was on the podcast, and from there, I just, yeah, yeah. With was, the, but with the Morbius sharks, yeah, one, yeah. one guy says he drives two hours one way and listens to the podcast that way on his commute to work. 
I no, usually, don't, don't. If it makes you feel any better, I've listened to the podcast on the London Underground. If that makes you feel special. Pirate, you're always a pleasure to talk to. Thanks, and you we'll talk to you next year when we do the, the call-in. All right, you take care, guys. Have a good day. See you around. Bye. That was very good. Didn't mean to cut him off right there, but that's uh, he's always... Aunt May tried to kill Spider-Man with a cake. Yeah, that was, so a, that, that was the first that, episode I saw that, on Netflix uh, with that show. I have not heard of that. And the thing is, like, she she thinks she's doing it for like moral reasons, but she acts like a criminal when she does that. She says, "This will get him." Ha 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 ha! It's like, why are you evil? I understand. <laughs> While we're waiting for the next one, on uh, I'm asking the regular panelists how they discovered the crawl space and what they were doing back in 1998. Josh, what were you doing 15 years ago? I actually thought about this. Um, that yeah. was actually like a very pivotal like turning point in my life. Uh, we moved from, like, one of the houses that uh, I had grown up in. Um, my parents had gotten divorced the previous year, and, like, that was the year that, like, each of them had, like, gotten together with the people who would be my step-parents, technically. And um, I started at a private school that I stayed at till graduation. Like, I was there from 7th grade to 12th grade. Uh, so, yeah, lots of lots of interesting turning points. Well, and what was your first crawl space? How did you discover us? Uh, well, I'm going to join the list of people um, to say that it was uh, J.R. I was reading J.R.'s articles, and um, when he said that he was going to be appearing on Spider-Man Crossbase, I was like, oh, cool, it's like a J.R. article, but like a radio show. This will be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's it, J.R. on the radio. And I was doing... Um, I, I, you don't remember this, and I've told you this story before, probably, but um, I was doing uh, my Beatle podcast, so like, I sent you an email like, hey, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, and I podcast too, if you ever want anyone else on the show. And you like wrote me back like a thanks, but no thanks letter. But You're like, join, <laughs> join the message board, though. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's funny. Little did I know. <laughs> I was like, I'll get that guy. <laughs> Here, I, I, what year was that that you sent that? Uh, we tried to find this before and we couldn't. Oh, okay. I was. I, I remember we were on Skype trying to find it. Um, you might That's have just. You, you probably del- like long since deleted. And I, I think, um, when when we did um the episode of classics where like we pretended that it was 1998. I think did we pretend that it was like September 98, Don? Like what month did we pretend that it was? I'm very the month. It was the month of the reboot. Right, because like Spider Man rebooted at the end of 98. Right. So, uh, let me get while, while we're talking about. Let's get the other two. Chris, '98. Uh, what were you doing? Well, '98 was actually a pretty big year for me too because I, I was in fifth grade, I think, and I moved all the way from Michigan to Colorado that year, and uh, started with a new school and basically started over my my childhood life. Um, so that's my biggest memory from that year. Okay. And how'd you discover the crawl space? I, I think I googled Spider-Man and it was one of the websites to come up like I was looking to right. get pe- like find reviews or something um, see what people were saying about the comics and I don't I can't quite remember what uh, what when it was but I think Was it, it I, like the message board that kept you around? or I think it was the message board also um you, you allowed me the privilege of reviewing Amazing Spider-Man, um, which was a big deal. Um, that that what, that was in two thousand. What two, year was it? I, no, I'm just gonna ask. That was two thousand six when I when I started reviewing. 
That, right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah and uh, I found the site sometime earlier than that. I think it was around the, the time Sins Pass was coming out. Wow. And Don, 98, what were you doing? Um... I mean, I don't know if I had such a big uh, pivotal year that year, but uh, I was nine years old. I was in fourth grade, and uh, my, I, we moved out from the apartment that we've been living in to like uh, a house that my parents have been saving up to get, and that I'm currently in right now. You know, in between you know my own place. Um, so yeah, uh, I was doing that. And how'd you discover the crawl space? Um, I was a teenager, so I was trying to look for porn, and I found your images on the website. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's honest. Yeah, um, I, like it was during Sins Pass. I think it was like around two thousand, awesome. two thousand. Maybe it was a little after Sins Pass, but like I was, I, you know, as a Spider-Man fan on my own, I found the whole revelation of Norman Osborn and Gwen Stacy so hilarious that I needed to see what people were rage quitting about. Like you know, I just wanted to hear right. people yell about it. And so I found. Um, so what we were yelling about it. It was like on, on Spider Kicks, but it was like, you know, Sins Pass and the Cult of Gwen. And I was like, oh man, this, this is some really good writing. And I read like, like the Why It Had to Be You, Mary Jane, all those articles for like a few months. And then I saw a link to Crawl Space. I said, oh man, like, like Mad Goblin's on this. And like, you know, I, I started listening to the episode. <laughs> and uh, and um, I, I heard like, you know, this, this guy who would not stop laughing about Spider Man. And I eventually learned all of their names. This, this is like, this was a few months before One More Day. And um, I was actually excited for one more day because I didn't know exactly what people were saying was going to happen. So when you guys were being like, like you know, oh, one more day, it's probably going to suck. I started listening more and more, and, and like I remember the big one more day episode where Chris was on really got me hooked into crawl space. That's cool, Jr. Everybody's coming back to you. I like it. I found JR's site through Crawl Space. I must be the only one. Who, oh, there you I go. I must be the only one who did it backwards. Well, it's like ten to one, Chris. Oh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> I'm almost wondering what people think when they finally heard my voice. It was like, oh my god, this guy sounds so stupid. You know. Ugh. They love you. They love you. Let's see if William Perry loves you. He's coming up next. Oh man, he's got a Superman icon. I remember one of JR's articles, like, said, like, if, if these teenagers at, who, like, idolized me actually hung out with me, you know, they would they would think I was a freak. That's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I would be like an old man. I'd go out, con- I keep thinking, yeah, I'll go out at a convention with you guys, and it's like 9.30 p.m., and it's like, okay, I'm going to go bad, you know. <laughs> and you guys are just, wait a minute, the party's just starting. Yeah, we're ringing Mr. Not Dawn. Here. Dawn falls asleep right away at conventions. <laughs> we'll try William Perry again. He's uh, been in the green room for a while. Wow, he's so he's he's over four hundred pounds. He's not going to be very. He's not going to like that very much, is he? You made him wait. William, who? The fridge. The fridge. Oh, oh you're talking sports. Oh. <laughs> I I haven't thought of the guy who picked up Walter Payton and tried to throw him into the goal line in the uh, Super Bowl twenty. Gosh, Brad. <laughs> La la sports. <laughs> Brad, how did you discover the crawl space? Um, wait a minute, I invented the damn thing. <laughs> but how, how did you don't discover? mind. How Here, did... I, I've, I think I've told this story a little bit uh, before as we're waiting for Mr. William Perry to get on the line. Um, I, I discovered Spider Fan. That was actually one of the very first websites I went to when I discovered the internet back when uh, GR and I were looking at cave drawings by Ditko. And um, 
I went there and I'm like, that's cool that they have a Spider-Man website. I wonder, uh, I wonder if I could do that. And then I stumbled across GeoCities. If everybody remembers GeoCities, it was a deal through Yahoo. Well, Yahoo eventually bought them, but you could design your own website. And the price was perfect. It was free. All you had to do was manually type in your HTML codes, and they had little tutorials how you can get started. And I'm, Crawl Space originally started with a giant picture of John Burns Chapter One. That was what consisted of the Crawl Space: a black background and one picture. <laughs> in 1998, and basically, I, I originally. I, typed, learn more HTML code, I could put in some text and write, add more pictures, and then I discovered, I think, BraveNet, I think, said, hey, f- would you like a free message board, kid? Get in my car. So I, <laughs> does, I uh, signed up for that and created a message board and linked it to the front page, and discussion got started that way. And the name Crawl Space came from... Uh, the very first issue of Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man number one, the letters page, people could write in and name a letter page, and they eventually called it Crawl Space. So that's how the origin of the name happened. So let's see. Let me try William Perry. You didn't Perry discover one. us through JR's site? And then I did discover it through JR's site. <laughs> JR, what, what year did you go online with your site? What's that? What year did you go online with your site? 98. 98. Oh, so wow. Did you oh, yeah. predate me, or were you after me? I was August. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think you were my type. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but on this... It was like, uh, it was like July 17th, but it was... Uh, it was it was only a fraction of uh, it was just me mostly puttering around actually I was actually it was more of a Star Trek site than a Spider Man site but uh, oh, yeah that was a long time ago Trek kicks butt <laughs> no <laughs> Spock kicks butt Spock kicks butt George Berryman go. actually is probably one of the ones responsible for why that name is uh, that name is uh, sur- taken hold and survived all these years but that's another story. All right, uh, William Perry. I apologize, you can't get in. We weren't having any luck. Amon McGrain. Yes, his Hello? handle on the. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hi, Brad. How you doing? And the handle on the board is Irish Lad. Is that right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, sir? How are what you, you calling? From Ireland, probably. No, probably from Sweden. Hey, how do you like ABBA? You know? <laughs> no, they're great, yeah. I actually remember ABBA when they first came out, so... <laughs> there you go. What's, what's your question, sir? Uh, well, first of all, congratulations on the 15 years. Um, Thank you, sir. It's, it's a great achievement. Thank you. And uh, second of all, just to JR, I know he was... I'm not too far behind JR in, in years' terms. Um, he was talking a while back about his comic collection, what he's going to do with it. And, you know, he, like, I think he came to realization that he's probably going to give it or sell it or do something like that. Um, I'm kind of in the same position. don't think my children are going to be too interested in them. But um, has he come to a decision what he's going to do with the, his, uh, his back issues and his stack? Uh, you know, that's interesting. Um, the, probably my comics, so I'll probably hang on to my comics for a while. It'll be the uh, the other collectible that I'll probably uh, depart. I mean, I'm, I am seriously thinking of thinning it, thinning it out, but I haven't decided yet because I don't want to do eBay. Everybody complains about eBay and the fees and, and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, plus I, I don't want to wind up, you know, spending my time running an Internet store. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I just, you know, I, I, I guess Mr. Bailey's been having some fairly good luck with his his right. sales, but uh, I, I just I just really, I've even thought about Craigslist on some stuff, but, but you know, after... After 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 all these people wind up getting killed through Craigslist, I think nah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so I, wow. I really don't know. I mean, eventually, because I'm well, eventually I'm going to wind up relocating. My wife and I are going to move, downsize to an apartment, and there just isn't enough room for all this stuff. So I don't know. It's it's on my mind, but I just don't quite know how I'm going to do it. Yeah, I haven't had I haven't had much luck with eBay Jr. Honestly, I sold uh, McFarlane Spider Man one to sixteen a complete set, and I got like forty cents per comic. Wow, forty to fifty cents per comic. It's not that much. It, not much. No, it's not much at all. The cover price back in nineteen ninety was a how much was it? Two bucks. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Something like I mean, that, and yeah. I, I have a, like a lot of Star Trek stuff from the uh, from the 1970s, but it's only valuable to the right person. I mean, it's like any other kind yeah. of collectible. You know, I mean, if you put it just out there on mass, you know, you know, people try to nickel and dime you for it or get it for nothing. Yep. I mean, it's only really worth something to somebody who really wants it. And how do you find those people? That's that's pretty tough. Yeah. That's why my wife says to me, got you know, they're worth all. They're probably worth loads. And but I, I always say, but only to the person who wants to buy them. No, exactly. you know, not to the general. And, it, and we're not ta- we're not talking Amazing Spider-Man number ones or Amazing Fantasy fifteen. We're talking about just common books and common books sell yeah. for common prices. You know. Yeah. yeah. And so. unfortunately, my Spider-Man collection has kind of been now. I would I I want to say it's been it's been marred by the fact that some of them were sev- second printing since I didn't get to the store in time to get the first printing of the Obama issue or 692 or number 700 so now I can't say first editions only <laughs> so <laughs> yeah what else you got for us sir no well that's it I know there's probably loads of okay. people still waiting to get on so I'll, I'll, I'll cut out now but listen thanks and uh, congratulations once again before you go we're asking everybody 1998 what were you doing when the site went online <laughs> Um, 1998, 1998, uh, there's 20, uh, I was, <laughs> I can't remember, I was probably drinking and dating women, <laughs> that's, that's and, the uh, best answer and, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I can't remember exactly what I was doing, it was one big blur, um, I only started remembering things from when I got married and stopped drinking, really, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's when I started, actually, but that's, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> and how did you discover the crawl space in the podcast? Oh, uh, the credit I discovered the cross space. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I've been kind of on, in and around the cross space for about, I suppose, eight years now, is it eight or nine years? Um, and the podcast, I just discovered it on the website. I think I just did a, a Google search or something like that, and I, and I ca- accidentally came upon it, as far as I remember. But uh, 1998, what age was I then? 27 or something like that, I think. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was still kind of in my wilder years at that stage. So, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, Drink, drinking and chasing skirt—that's the best answer we've had. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Thanks for having patience in the green. Thanks room. for everybody. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye. Oh, let's see here. How many people are left? Well, we're losing Chris. He he keeps getting dropped from the call. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five. You gotta people say it like the counts. Like one. Ah, 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 ah. We have five people left in the room of the green room waiting to get in. All right. Let me add. That's Twenty-five minutes. Best case scenario. Eamon, is his name? I think is how you say it. 
You know, since he was from Ireland, I think you should have asked him whether or not he liked that Terrence Stamp movie called The Limey. You know, that goes up there with uh, asking the Never Swedish guy whether he liked ABBA. <laughs> Politically correct all the time. I don't know how you pronounce this man. That's, that's Russian? How do we say it? Uh, <laughs> hey, what's going on, sir? A- is it Eamon? Is that how you say it? Hello? Hi. Uh, hello. You're, on the, you're on the line. Is it, is it Eamon? Is that how you say your name? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm actually using my sister's account. Oh, okay. What's, what, what's your name? Um, I'm Janae. One more time? I'm um, Janae. Okay, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from England. England. All right. What's your question for the panel and the uh, and the show? Uh, just wanted to say that you guys run an awesome uh, show. Thank you. Uh, nice. You, uh, you always cheer me up. Do you, Do you listen to us on your commute to work, or one guy has a two hour commute one way? We heard. No, I just listen to you guys at home. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, um, do you guys all enjoy Superior Spider-Man? Do you think we do? <laughs> We're all across the board, A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's. Okay. So, <laughs> so I wanted to ask, what, what is um, one of your favorite Spider-Man stories? I love um, JMS's Coming Home story, the first Moreland arc. I love that story. That might, that might be my favorite. Yeah, I like that one, too. Uh, I like the, the Peter David Amazing 267 story with the, the commuter... What is it? The commuter... Cometh. Something. Cometh, that's right. That's one of my favorites. Come, 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 I like the original Clone Saga from the 70s. Yeah. JR, what's one of yours? Ah, I wrote an article. Go read that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What do I like? I, You know, I... I I've always been partial to the the um, Revelations Part Four when Norman comes back. That was a good one. Uh, can I ask another question? Obviously, somebody is greatly amused there in the background. <laughs> Spider-Man Crawl Space was filmed before a live studio audience. You think you want to ask another Very question? True. Yeah, what's your other question? Uh, what do you think of Norman's uh, recent returning Superior Spider-Man? I don't know if it is Norman, but if it is, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it's Norman or not. Probably isn't. I don't want him to show up again until he does something. I agree. <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't do anything, does he? Yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a question for Chris. Okay. Um, can I have an answer the, uh, from Chris. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I just wanted to... Uh, yeah, uh, can you do your impression of the African go in the Spider-Man 90s animated series? The African oh, girl. Oh, I, I think I think she's... Uh, I think she's... No, the taxi driver, the taxi driver. Yeah, Mousy, man. She's a Mousy. I think she is Jamaican. Um, <laughs> she didn't just roll off the coconut wagon. That, that's, an, that's an actual quote from the episode. So it's, it's not me. Yeah, it's not, it's not me being racially insensitive. It's, the, it's not me being racially insensitive. It's the writers of that show. I'm only passing the message along. Yeah, that was good. Chris, um, is she, does she have any skills like karate? <laughs> what? Wow, what a what I what don't a know karate, but I know a karate. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they did the mousy in Fight Club, like for skills, it was like weaknesses, karate, skills, crazy. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Anything else, sir? Are you guys into any Spider-Man games? Well, um, I love the original PlayStation slash Dreamcast game uh, with Reno Romero voicing Spider-Man, and I love Spider-Man 2, the movie game. 
That's my favorite as well. Uh, okay, thanks, guys. Real, real quick, 1998, what were you doing when the site went online? Uh, I was um, see, uh, dancing to Michael Jackson. Dancing to Michael Jackson? Was it Joe's? That's what the song that came out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And how did you discover the crawl space in the podcast? Uh, just by, I just wanted to go on Spider-Man websites to discover if anybody else reads Spider-Man, and I found you guys. Yep, that's, so, that's kind of that's kind of what I was thinking when I, I started. I wanted to talk to other Spider fans. Little did I know, I'd be a married guy with a father, and I'm still on this. You didn't side. know you get married. I didn't know. Yeah, girls. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank Thanks you for calling thanks. in. You guys are awesome. Bye. Thanks. Bye. So he was trying to get get in and get out. He was busy. Yeah, he's got kids of his own. It sounded like. My goodness. All right, we're going to... Uh, Eric is up next. Let's bring Eric into the room. Here comes Eric. I was hoping he was going to say, I discovered the crawl space through Michael Jackson dancing. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking and chasing skirt, and I was dancing to Michael Jackson. That's how I discovered Hi, the Hi, Eric. <laughs> hey, Eric. Oh, hey, hey what's, what's up, man? <laughs> good, good. How's everybody today? We're good. Where are you calling from? Uh, calling from the same place as always, Florida. Florida. Oh, well, Josh, Florida. Yeah, uh, uh, out in Fort Lauderdale, out like near Supercon. It just happened recently. How, how far away are you two, Josh? And um, he's three hundred miles from me, but he's like he's where I grew up. I grew up in a town called Coral Springs, which is in Broward County. It's about like a half hour drive from Florida. I'm That's from Fort cool. Lauderdale. Cool, cool. You're our first Floridian call. Oh. Uh, what's your question for the panel, sir? Uh, for the panel. Yeah, how should the Ultimate Universe end, and should it end? Why or why not? Easy. <laughs> Don, you got it. Um, how should it end? Don't know, care less. Uh, why should it wow. end? Because, um, I, first of all, I mean, this is kind of biased, because I've only ever read Ultimate Spider-Man ever since it started out. But whenever I've, I've read the other heroes, they all just seem like a bunch of, you know, pricks who you wouldn't want to like anyway. And I'm not sure that they serve, from what I hear, you know, through hearsay, I'm not sure they serve other other purpose besides wouldn't it be cool if Captain America were president. So how uh, it should end because Spider-Man seems to me, to, and a lot of the other people, to be the only, the only most viable uh, thing from it. It it it, it uh, if you end the the universe, it kind of alters a character we've grown to love as we've discussed earlier on the show. And I think if you end the universe, it, it alters Miles too much, I think. I like him being the only Spider-Man of a world. It kind of takes away his specialness of being the number two Spider-Man. You know? I I was about to say, like, I guess, but as a guy who just watched Age of Apocalypse get canceled, and I've stuck with the Ultimate Universe for a long time, I've practically read every comic... I think this universe just needs to go because of Ultimatum and the long-term effects. What if he's the only superhero of that universe? Then well, that sucks for him. <laughs> I, I like, what, if, what if you kill all the Ultimates and the... Well, the FF are kind of done already, and I don't read Ultimate X-Men. But, yeah, uh, I like, I've said this before, but I would rather just see a book on Jessica Drew and promote her as the only spider title. Like She's gone so untapped. It just makes so much sense. Yeah, cool. it's just it, it. I think it's run its course, and the only thing left that's any good is is Miles Morales. I think it's you know? just because they've radically changed everything too quickly. Yeah, I'll give you that. 
What else you got for us, sir? Yeah, this one's a bit of a question that I want, like, a response from everyone. I've had trouble yeah. getting into Spider-Man, like, because of all the changes in the recent years, and, like, I do Let's Plays on YouTube, and I just don't want to do them. I have all the games, but, like, I almost don't care about the series anymore. If it wasn't for you guys, I would probably just move on to Batman completely. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 don't care for the title of Superior because Peter Parker's not in it, huh? Like, because of the recent changes, even before Ock became Spider-Man, like, the Daily Bugle not being around, or Eddie Brock and his, like, no, like parting ways with Venom, resurrecting Kraven and Harry Osborn. It sounds like you like a you like a, a more of a traditional status quo, and I would suggest yeah. it. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I would just suggest to kind of just go back and try to find some of the old stuff, like Essentials or Masterworks or Collections, and see if you find like like specific runs you might enjoy there. As longtime Spider readers, there's there's uh, highs and lows of this title for, for the past past fifty years, and I think we're kind of in the middle. Would would you guys? Con- agree we're kind of in the middle. It's not horrible, it's not great. It's kind of C-level territory. I think we're a lot better than we were three years ago. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Lots of run is better than Brand New Day. Yeah, I agree. If it's if the Brand New Day was a C, C-, minus, I think Slot's a B-, minus, C+. Plus. I'll I give Brand New Day a lower grade than that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just about to say, I don't know if I can agree, because if I, like, I just watched Beware the Batman, and I just thought to myself, oh my god, this is Brand New Day done right. Why isn't this getting the treatment, of, like, in Spider-Man? Why you I haven't seen that cartoon. Why, uh, what makes that, what was that, that take on Batman right, where Brand New Day got Spider-Man wrong? Well, because it's such a different climate, so you can pardon a lot of, like, changes to the, like, fundamentals of the character, and like you're not like you're not erasing the things that came before or radically changing them. They're being okay. introduced into something new with liberties. So it's kind of like Ultimate Spider-Man. You, you kind of like that kind of thing, where it's like there's no there's nothing there's no severing of the ties. It's just being introduced to something different. Exactly. Well, I, I think too you're talking about probably. Uh, uh, the number one thing is is always quality. I mean, the the one more day and was. It's an awful, awful story. Forget the fact that it changed the status quo or eliminated the marriage. It was just a disgusting, cynical, hateful, narrow-minded yep. story. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and actually being a compelling story was not on the agenda. That is where that went wrong. Not just because it shook mm-hmm. shook up the status quo. Yeah, definitely. But there is one title I am enjoying, like, and it's Scarlet Spider. And personally, I think Chris Yost should be the one to write The Amazing Spider-Man, or just, you know, end superior, bring him on the books. Sure. I, I, I think he does a great job with Scarlet. And and we've been talking earlier, we, we suspect the, the book may be ending. <laughs> Number 25, from the recent, recent solicitations that led to several of us to think that. Would it be easier to say that I think that Miles and uh, Miguel and Kane are going to come together and find out the truth? Ooh, that'll be interesting. Um, Don, that just blew Don's brain. Did you? <laughs> it's all over the floor. <laughs> From the windows, yeah. Okay. To the wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, like that—that's that, not. I've never heard that before. I mean, like I don't know how. That's a great theory. Miles Morales or Miguel O'Hara would have any investment in. 
I guess they would because, you know, Peter Parker is the ultimate, no pun intended, the ultimate Spider-Man. Um, Kane would, I mean, if anybody's going to figure this out right now, it would be Kane because, you know, he's a clone of Peter Parker. And he's, yeah. Yeah, he has Peter Parker's, to a certain extent, memories and stuff. So, like, that would, that would be interesting. It would, it would depend on how it would play out, like, you know, to make sense. But I think that would be interesting. We could call it Spider-Man Disassembled. Oh! There you go. <laughs> or reassembled. Reassembled, yeah. Not uh, bad. When our powers are Not a bad idea. What? Anything else you got for us, Eric? Yeah. Uh, okay. I haven't heard any news about The Amazing Spider-Man 2's video game tie-in. Do you guys think Vinox have anything in the works? Because lately, with all the Marvel movies coming out, we've seen, like, mobile games, 99-cent apps. Good question. I don't know. I, I would imagine they would. I mean, if not, Beanox another another company taking it on. But uh, yeah, every Spider-Man movie's had a tie-in game. I would be shocked if they didn't. And actually, I thought the Amazing Spider-Man video game was pretty good. I never. I meant to play it, but I never did. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's probably che- cheap nowadays. Yeah, doesn't have the same status as the Arkham games, but I kind of wish it did. Yeah, well, it, it, since it's a movie tie-in game, it already has a not. Kevin Conroy posted. voicing Spider-Man. <laughs> or better yet, Chris, Christopher Daniel Martins. Who voiced Spider-Man in that game? I don't even remember. It wasn't as annoying as the Web of Shadows Spider-Man. I'll, I'll tell you. I know who it is. I think his name is Stan Regal. He did the one of the Ninja Turtles from the 2003 cartoon. I thought you said Sam the Eagle, like from the Muppets. I'm like, what? <laughs> We're all weirdos. Uh, you're all weirdos, yes. All right, Eric. Uh, anything else? Uh, anything else? Uh, no, actually, right, I'm cool. I'm just happy to keep asking my drunk questions and riling up you guys. <laughs> well, I'm asking everybody before they get off the line. 1998. What were you doing when the site went online? Uh, I haven't been around that long. You wait a minute. How old are you? Um, I'm, I'm in my early twenties. Like twenty. Oh well, you you would have been alive then. You would have been alive in 1998. Yeah, but I didn't know the cross space existed that far back. Oh, yes, you did, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were, you, were you in college, or what were you doing? Right. <laughs> I, I was in He's 20 years old. How was he in college? He was five years old then. I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> Bertone just made me sneeze. I've never done that on the show. <laughs> All over the screen. Uh, Mission accomplished. The there you go. And how did you discover the crawl space? What year? What, what year? Uh, um, actually, I, yeah, how I discovered the crawl space was one of yeah. the Life of Riley blogs, that 26 oh. page. Good grief. Yeah. I, was, like comment or something in the comment section or what? No, I, I spent like three days reading the entire thing. <laughs> did Zach like, re- recommend it off the comment thing? Like, That's fun. I, I don't know. Like I just found it uh, through Wikipedia and another comment about Todd McFarlane wanting to write a sequel to the Clone Saga or something, and it cited the crawlspace. What? The f- what? <laughs> Todd McFarlane wants to write the Clone Saga follow-up. I'd buy it. Anyway, <laughs> Eric, thanks for calling in, my friend. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank Have you. a good one. You too. All right. Bye. Todd McFarlane's writing a Clone Saga follow-up. That's that's the first one. I haven't heard I th- of that. I think he might have meant Tom DeFalco, because Tom DeFalco did that Clone Saga miniseries. Oh, I'll believe it when and, I see it. And remember, he like he pitched that uh, Ben Riley uh, ongoing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Let's see. We need to add Alex. Is it we have two Alex? It's uh, <laughs> inferior Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Just regular type. The amazing Alex. Right. 
It's regular Alex. Oh, that's a nice image. That's an Alan Davis image. That is. Hello? Alex, what's going on, sir? We Hi. had superior Alex on earlier, and what is your adjective? Uh, if he's superior, I guess I'm amazing, Alex, aren't I? <laughs> there you go. You're amazing, Alex. Very nice follow-up. Where, where are you calling from, sir? Uh, Edgware, suburbs of, uh, suburbs of London. London? We've had a lot of UK. Not again. <laughs> what do you got for us, Alex? What do you want to know? Um, well, first of all, uh, happy uh, 15th anniversary. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, I hope you guys are doing all right. The calling show was having a bit of troubles earlier, wasn't it? You know, we, we started <laughs> yes, off a little bit, but uh, we've gone a long while with uh, no problems, knock on wood. So we're going pretty <laughs> because good. Because some angry guy went in there and yelled at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that was. Zach's bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been keeping us in line in there. Yep. So what do you, what do you got for us? Um... I've got three or four questions, if that's all right. Yeah, real quick. Um, JR, hello. Hello. Uh, um, what do you think of Norman's first appearance in Amazing Spider-Man number 14 and his <laughs> plan to kill Spider-Man by luring him into the desert and uh, surprise attacking him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if I, were, if, I think I were, if I was Norman, I think I would have left that one out of my diary. Uh, <laughs> That one, <laughs> yeah. That, that's one of those. Uh, along with the, along with the, uh, the thing that he puts on his head in Amazing Forty, I think, when he he decides to tell the story of his and Spider Man's relationship, and he puts that thing on his head and it projects all these images or whatever. I think, I think it goes along with that. You know, adventures he'd like to forget. Yeah. What did you think of the issue itself? Just like as an issue. Oh, you're asking me a serious question and not looking for a real smart-ass answer. Uh, <laughs> wow. It was it was typical '60s. I mean, it was I mean, you know, typical '60s silliness. I mean, the 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 the, the villains were, you know, created for their garishness, and uh, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of thought of, as to develop developing them into actual yeah. characters on their own. It was like, here, cool. This is what we could. This is a kind of a great character we can make and uh, we can do, and he can have do so kinds of cool stuff, you know. So, yeah, it was a silly story, but, I mean, hey, it was the 60s. I mean, at least, you know, he didn't inherit an island from a relative that had a nuclear uh, reactor. No, but he did have this one line that he adjusted his broomstick to make sure there was no fatal errors. <laughs> As opposed to 122. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. He, he he did that because he had a thing for Margaret Hamilton. Uh, that's probably why he. Oh, Wizard of Oz reference there. Nice. I see what you did. <laughs> what else, Alex? Um, to Don. Um, <laughs> hi. Hey. This is not a pure Spider-Man question. Which companion from Doctor Who do you think would make a good girlfriend for Peter Parker? I'd go with Amy Pond. <laughs> Ah, cool. Um, I'm trying to think of like ones that would make a good girlfriend, not ones I just like. Because I think if he were to go out with Donna, none of the readers would like her. Um, let's see. I like Donna. Oh, she's my favorite companion, but like I don't, I don't think she'd be for Peter. Are we talking like like modern stuff or like like the whole gamut of like the classic? Any anything you want, anything you want. I I just like go for Amy because like she's a redhead and she's a model, so. 
That, God, you're right. That is, there is a comparison there. Although she's like she's a Scottish, so that'd be like a Scottish Mary Jane. That was the Mary Jane Scottish, because uh, there was like a one shot where she went to Scotland because she had a relative. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. She had relatives or yeah. something, right? Right. Hmm. Spirits of the Earth. Yeah, that was it. Charles Vince. Yes, that was it. I would say either Martha Jones, because, you know, if you get hurt, she could patch him up because she's a bit of a doctor, or Sarah Jane Smith, because she could probably take uh, the double life between Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, she like, could mother him as well a bit. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a fun question. I like that one. Okay. You've got two more. These are both for Tony, if that's okay. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, Let's see. Um... I know he's more violent, but do you think Kane and Peter uh, could ha- Kane and Peter could have uh, ever considered each other brothers like Ben and Peter did, and like would that be something you'd like to see? Yeah, because I think Peter, you know, he's someone that looks for the best in people. And did did you read the crossover this week with uh, Scarlet Spider and Spirit team up? No, I heard um, Ryan Reed's review, though. It sounded very good. Because Kane has a line at the end saying, oh, Peter used to call me brother all the time, which, like, he did. Like, I mean, maybe he did <laughs> twice, but, like, like, like he's like, you know, now Peter hates me, but he used to call me brother all the time. But, yeah, I mean, I think that Peter, you know, I mean, because he ultimately, you know, would try and redeem anyone, it's, except for Morbius, who he just, like, you know, punches yeah. him in the face all the time. Well, he, he loved him, like, well, not... Well, Kane sort of looked after me for most of his life when he thought he was a clone as well, didn't he? So that wouldn't go away. Yeah, I, I think... I, I mean, even in Hashtag, you know, they were kind of friendly to each other, so... <laughs> Except that last lie, like, ha-ha, she's not your aunt, she's a, you're just a clone, which is a bit of a dick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I hated That's that like, line. Thank yeah. you for reminding yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, you were born in a test tube. <laughs> I thought I was too at one point, but you know I have no sympathy. Well, no one remembers that. Even he doesn't, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other question is like right, pretty simple. Um, what's your favorite? What's your all-time favorite run of Spider-Man, and why do you like it? Uh, that, that, that is a hard question because it's. So it wasn't a simple question. It, sorry. Often- <laughs> Yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, that's true. I do like Wolfman, but like, I don't know if I'd consider that my favorite. It's like I can't just pick one. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, can name like four of my like top ones off the top of my head, which was uh, Peter David on Spectacular in the eighties, uh, oh. Conway's uh, Run of Amazing. Um, yes. That was yeah, because I think that a lot of stuff happened there. You know, like moving things forward. And you know what? Uh, J M D Mateus and Luke Ross right after the Clone Saga. That was oh, really that was. That was like my entry point. I love that run. It's very, it's weird because oh, it's yeah. like really different to his like first run on spec, which is like really, really dark, and then this is like really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. it, it added dark stuff too. Like Flash oh, yeah, Thompson it did. runs a child over. He like, did? Was... <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember. Yeah, he almost runs that. He doesn't, or he does. He doesn't. He oh, I thought you said he did. Oh no, no, God. he almost, like, yeah, he was drunk driving, and he, like, went in the hospital, yeah. and... Um, had, yeah, like, I forgot had, about like, that. Had it as well, which was, like, really funny. And then, like, that, that, you know, the first issue he did with, what was it, right after the Clone Saga? With that the, was, like, with, really with the miscarriage. Yeah, I thought that, it had its, like, faults, but I thought that was a really touching issue. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the best of 90s Spider-Man for me, that run. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with that, actually. 
Did you have one more for Bertoni? Um, no, that was it. Thanks. Oh, okay, got gotcha. you. And uh, 1998, when the site went online, what do you? What were you doing? Where were you in life? I was seven years old. I was just <laughs> moving. I was just moving house. I'd just gotten cable at my grandma's house, and that I was started watching the 90s cartoon pretty regularly. Oh, that's funny. Was that, that was your first intro to Spider-Man, huh? The 90s cartoon? <laughs> in a very roundabout way. In a short answer, yes, yeah. it was. It's funny. And and uh, the crawl space in the podcast, how did you discover us? Um, JR's website. I was surfing one day when I was, I was supposed to be revising for my exams, and then I found Spider-Kick Spot, started reading it, found, uh, found the crawl space podcast, and then I joined up about around November this uh, last year. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Alex, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You run a great site, Brad. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. JR really should be getting money. <laughs> JR really should be getting money. I agree. I was about to say, I am so glad that I have helped people around the world waste time. <laughs> that kid probably flunked his class because of you, JR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got an old friend getting on the line now. Mr. Michael Bailey. Hey. He's calling in. And he's calling in on his phone, is what I hear. And there's Mr. Bailey. What's going on, sir? Hey, how's it going? Greetings. You're about the, uh, how many calls have we had? At least a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate you calling in. Well, I, I, I appreciate you uh, putting up with me having to figure out what my Skype uh, password was because I, <laughs> I've, I've never used it on my phone before, so it's kind of interesting. This is uh, this is we, new te- technology. I figured I'd pull a Zach and call in on my cell phone, but this is better. <laughs> We, uh, I've been asking everybody at the end of the conversation. I'll start with you at the first. 1998, when the site went online 15 years ago, what were you doing? Uh, just getting on the Internet. Yeah? I had, yeah. Uh, I, like, around the fall of that year, I got my first AOL account. Mm. And I remember, I remember vividly because it was always exciting. Comic book resources updated three times a week. On <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And... Yeah, it was that. like that, and whatever the ancestor of Newsarama was, and there was, the, and there were sites, but the quality of them was kind of varying. Yeah, my, <laughs> mine included exactly. Crawl space, how'd you how'd you come over to the crawl space for the first time? Uh, end of two thousand. Uh, end of two thousand seven. I was looking. I was on a Spider Man kick, and I was looking for a podcast to listen to. Mm-hmm. And there was yours and Chris Johnson's, but I got to yours first, and, uh-huh. and I just really loved the dynamic between you and Kevin and Zach. Uh, so I came over to the site and started uh, playing in the message board, which I'm usually really bad at. And then I had you on views. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it just uh, kind of just went from there. Actually, your, your name was actually brought up in the in the uh, span of this show. Uh, recently, oh, wow. because uh, a caller, a live caller, asked Jr. if what's he's going to do with his collection once he dies, or pretty much one. <laughs> and and they said, well, Mr. Ba- Jr. said that Mr. Bailey's had a little bit of luck with eBay. Are, what, what's your thoughts on selling comics on eBay? Uh, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, exactly. The, the fact that I did as well with uh, Brand New Day and Big Time issues was something of a minor miracle. Uh, because I put so, a, I put a really low bid on it, and it went for like three times of what I initially put in. 
and there was like a fight right at the end. When, nice. When the auctions were ending, I get little messages on my phone telling me somebody has bid, somebody has bid, and it was like a yeah. war was going on. And what I, was your biggest seller? Was it New Mutants '98? Is that what I well I saw? I, single issue, yes. Uh, a very nice man, mm-hmm. uh, a very very nice man, uh, bought that from me. I didn't think I was going to win. I was trying to drive. Oh, you! It was Josh. It was Josh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be hand delivering that to him in a couple of weeks at Dragon. Oh, nice! First appearance of Deadpool is yours, Josh. Yeah. Nice. I saw him post on on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh, let me help this drive it up." (laughs) That's really cool. Well, Michael, any questions for the panel? Why you got us on the line? You got Uh, Jr. Chris and Don and myself. Yeah, Jr. Chris, Don and yourself. Jr. How you doing? Well, I'm doing <laughs> fine, Mr. Bailey. How are you? Uh, well, I'm just making it through. I just, I just haven't talked to you guys in so long. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I've actually been following your eBay, your progress on eBay with with some interest because I'm getting to the point in my life where, of course, <laughs> because I'm so old, that uh, I'm thinking, God, I got to get rid of this stuff sometime. And uh, you're about the only person in recent memory that's even had any positive eBay experiences, frankly. <laughs> so, I, I agree. I, it's, I sold it's my uh, McFarland one to sixteen for like forty cents. A comic, <laughs> Bailey. So I I agree with your crapshoot. Well, it's just it, you know it, eBay is all about who is on looking for it when you have your auction up, and how much they're willing to spend at that moment. Yes. And sometimes you know, I uh, I sold Guardians of the Galaxy the first twenty five issues for fifty cents a piece, and the first appearance of Cable goes for forty dollars. So you really can't. Uh, you really can't tell what's going to happen. So, I mean, usually with JR, with you having a, uh, a pretty nice collection, uh, probably in good condition as well, and the Bronze Age stuff tends to go more uh, just in general. So you'll probably have pretty good luck with it. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, how do you keep from being ripped off? You know, do you, like, make everybody pay by money orders or PayPal? Or? Oh. PayPal. Pay, yeah. uh, PayPal is really nice because uh, it's all instantaneous, and you can, if you're on PayPal, and you can you can have it brought right to your bank account, basically, and that's that's pretty much how you keep people from ripping you off because you, you don't however, send them out until you. Get me. However, if there's a dispute, your money can be held up. Like Kevin had some problems with that when he sold some stuff on eBay. Well, the first. Time that I sold anything on eBay, they held my money for a month. Uh, yeah. PayPal did, and I guess after that, I was an experienced seller. I don't know what they call it. So, <laughs> your experience, yeah. Anything else you got, Mr. Bailey? What else you want to talk about? Uh, how is everybody enjoying the books recently? Um, <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I think it averages between B to C every month. I don't think anything actually hits A category that often. At least so, in my opinion. What about you, Chris? I, I would agree with Brad. I think we are. Uh, we just did a, a sto- like a three-part story that took place in the prison where Smythe was the villain, and I think that was like a, all three of those issues were like in the C category, and now we're in a story about like the Hobgoblin that I think's in the B category, and I think it 
pretty much goes from there to there. Every now and then there's something really, really awful, and and every now and then there's something better, but it's pretty much in that sort of average to okay, decent-ish category. And that sounds about right for what what's going on right now with it being such a different, you know, different era. I mean, this 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 kind of takes brand new day out back and shoots at execution style in terms of getting people pissed off. So, uh, but it also seems that it, it's driving people in. I've got a couple friends that are really enjoying the books right now, and it, it and it's it's just kind of interesting being away from it for so long. I'm a little more detached than I was when I was on the show. So. Yeah. That's what do you I miss Spider-Man? I mean, do you miss Spider-Man monthly? Um, I have discovered recently that with Spider-Man, I I don't need to follow him monthly, but I want to have stuff on my shelf. Like I have a bunch yeah. of trades uh, that I would want to go and read. But in, in a couple months ago, like about a year ago, excuse me, I went through and read like six years of Spider-Man. And I found that while like the big storylines held my interest, the kind of day-to-day stuff didn't. So I guess it's just for me. I mean, I still love the character, uh, and I still appreciate the time that I had, you know, reviewing the title for the site and being on the show because it was a hell of a fun time. But yeah. he's just one of those characters for me that, you know, I can – I could have the maximum carnage and the clone saga trades and the and that kind of thing on the shelf and when I want to read Spider Man it's there for me. But I don't have to have like a monthly poll or like yeah. forty years of comics. Right. I understand. Now I don't think you could go without Superman for a month, could you? No, no, but that's that's yeah. different. I actually I do have yeah. a question. Brad, have I broken your heart selling yes. my books? Oh my God! Yes, I mean it's it's like what what because you know we always talk we're brothers from different mothers, and it's yeah. it's like what would what would eBay look like if I sold all my shit? <laughs> and I, so I just go to Michael Bailey's eBay auction page, and I'm like, oh, I've got that. Yep, yep, that that went for that. Well, I wouldn't make much money off of that. Holy crap! I've got a new mutants number ninety eight. Bertoni would buy that. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Yes, when you purge your Marvel from your from your collection, it hurts my heart. There's a bunch of stuff I'm keeping. I'm keep, keeping all my Hulks, and I'm a lot keeping, of Spider-Man went away. <laughs> I'm keeping my caps, and there's like little things here and there. But you know, at the same time, I'm selling all my X-Men books. So yeah, because the trades for those are so cheap now that it's it's. You know, makes sense just to get rid of them. So. And I just have too much. I really do. I, I totally agree with the, the purging the collection. I, I've i slowly been doing that myself. and It's tough to do and not get screwed and uh, lose money on it. But you, you, you got to think of the, uh, the it's, it's what you're buying is space <laughs> and at some point. <laughs> I'm well, selling and that space. And- with the money that I've been getting, my wife and I are able to stay at a hotel room at Dragon Con this year because uh, right. that's kind of expensive. And now, you know, we can eat while we're up there. And I'm also using it to pay bills and get, you yeah. know, certain things taken care of. And to me, it just feels responsible. I mean, because for a while there, I was buying just to buy. And I took a good, long, hard look at it. And, you know, it's just, I guess it's just kind of being an adult, which, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 37 in a row. And there's a bad joke that fell flat. Um, but I just, 
I just don't want to, like, I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm getting, you know, my wife and I are getting her on house soon, and, Great. man, I don't want her to, I don't want her to have to deal with this if something happens to me. <laughs> it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. All right, any other thoughts before we get, we got one last one in the room. I am, uh, I just, congratulations on making it 15 Thanks, years, sir. sir. A lot of sites uh, that started up in 1998 bit the dust in 1999. So, <laughs> or 1998. <laughs> but the fact that you, you know, you started out on GeoCities, yeah. which, uh, which was great until you ran out of bandwidth, and then you had to wait until the bandwidth reset itself. <laughs> You know, uh, I don't think I ever ha- had the bandwidth problem with GeoCities. I didn't have that much traffic. <laughs> uh, you, you know, the site has grown, and you've got the message board and this podcast, and now you're fighting for space. To yeah, a certain exactly. Extent, and trying to uh, trying to get that, and I'm just I'm so glad that you know the, the there's still a panel uh, that I recognize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's uh, it's going to be great meeting Josh in person in a couple of weeks. Dun, dun, dun. I want pictures. Let's crawl space signs. Uh, <laughs> kind of expecting that. Uh, yeah. Good hearing from Jr. again. I, I kind of miss. I still. Well, if I ever really miss Jr., I'll just pop a Jeff Dunham DVD in and listen to Walters. That's funny. That's, that's, funny. that's with love, sir. That's with a lot of love. So. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Bailey, I miss, I miss you, but don't don't uh, be a stranger. We enjoy having you come in on special events. Like I, I will absolutely, sir. All right, thanks, man. We'll talk to Y'all you soon. Take it easy. All right, Adios. bye, buddy. I miss Mr. Bailey. He, I miss our monthly talks. Well, the bygone era of the crawl space, which we all miss. Yes, yes. All right, who are we closing with? We're going to close with Zach. I was say, is he still there? <laughs> Zach is still there. He's been... Uh... Zach, what's going on, buddy? Thank you for being our uh, bouncer in the green room. For, uh, <laughs> well done, Zach. For, 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 for uh, keeping the chaos uh, under control a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was kind of <laughs> crazy, wasn't it? Uh... Oh, man. We had more than a dozen people in there waiting to get on, and some of them just didn't show up. Yeah, exactly. They said, screw it. I don't like JR that much. <laughs> there was... Well, there was one that uh, he he was he was actually on deck, and then he actually had to ended up leaving. I was like, no, who was that? Uh, William Perry. Oh yeah, I was calling him. I called him at least two or three times on the show, and he didn't uh, yeah. pick up. So he had a hot date, evidently. Yeah, I think he had kids and stuff like that. So I was trying to get those people ahead, so that way they could yeah. get out. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was fun talking with everybody in the green room. So, for the listeners that can't see the chat window, obviously they can't because you're a listener. Chris has randomly been pointing out <laughs> a quote that I said before we started record, recording this. This is a quote from me. It says, "Quote: I'll get through them all. I'd like no longer than five minutes on each. The show will probably be a minute and a half at tops." And my response to that in the Facebook group was, "Oh, you're cute." <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are we on? Hour? We're almost on hour three. Oh, my God. Yeah, hour three, I guess. It's insane, insane. 1998, you started a Spider-Man website, too, Spidey-Dude-Now.com. Yes, Spidey Dude Spider-Man. We've been asking everybody. So, happy 15th to you also. Thank you. Thank you. Same year we started. And, Crawlspace, how did you find us? What was the... uh, I'm asking everybody this. How did you originally find us? It was because of you, Brad. Uh, You actually emailed me. 
requesting a link on the links page for Spidey Dudes Spider Man page back then. Right. Yep. And uh, you were you had I think you had uh, had gotten the the domain at that point when I because I, I joined in 03 is when I joined okay. the site. Uh, I think about 2000 I I got the domain. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I first connected with you was was that email, and then I started posting around 2003, and, and have been posting ever since. You can't yeah. get rid of me now. <laughs> well, you're the bouncer. I'm not messing with you. <laughs> I am the least intimidating bouncer, especially right now. I've got a bro. I've got two broken toes. You broke your. You broke your. How'd you break the toes? <laughs> what happened? Uh, the isn't supposed to have their toes broken. The bouncer is supposed to break other toes. Yeah, uh, I didn't pay my bookie, according to Josh. But uh, actually, I was at work and I was dealing with a 70, 70 pound uh, fiberglass plate. Best oh. And it slipped out of my hands and fell on my toes. Yeah, very fiberglass plate. Ouch. Yeah. So. So the toes are like wrapped in casts now. Uh, actually, at this moment, I've I just took off the wrap. Uh, they've been wrapped for the last week. This happened uh, about a week ago. Uh, as of the recording, yeah, they're black and blue. Uh, Josh and oh. Sean have seen the pictures, and it was pretty gruesome. I'm not requesting that. Actually, <laughs> Disgusting. Every time I logged on the Facebook, I saw that picture. Oh my god! I finally had to remove it. It was, it was, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> There's a dis button. It would be that picture, huh? Yeah. Dislike would have been that one. Yeah, it, it was bad. Oh, uh, but, I almost yeah. posted a picture of my toe again as like a parody, and like I'm just gonna like request like let's make a post a picture of our toe days. Facebook, not footbook. Yeah. I bet you that probably exists, Brad. Think about it. Footbook. Oh, gross. <laughs> I'm googling right now. Oh. He's and you're you're adding to favorites right now, aren't you? <laughs> But yeah, congratulations, That's Brad. I, I, I'm really thank you, sir. I'm really excited for you, and really excited for the site. Um, Thanks. Fifteen years. It's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, some of these people were crawling. They said when I asked them this question, "What are we doing fifteen years ago? Crawling and nursing." Oh, so uh, <laughs> makes you feel old, doesn't it? Damn old, yes. Well, fifteen years ago, I was launching a site with my dad. So that's yeah. And you have a very good podcast up with an interview with your dad for your fifteenth anniversary show. Yes, sir. Uh, feel free to download that. That's a really good show. I like the interview with, that you guys did. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And and Dad sounds like a techie. You know, Dad was designing some animated gifts. And yeah, my my dad. Yeah, my dad was very much uh, uh, hands on with the site and doing doing like little various things. And you know, he was building like I think he mentioned in the episode he was building computers at the time. So we were all we were kind of both into it, and so it, it kind of ignited my passion for stuff online and and. Uh, Definitely was appreciated. Anytime I have computer problems, I, I sometimes I'll be like, if I don't know what it is, then I'll go to him. But uh, uh, thank, thank you, Josh, for the research. Evidently, uh, the foot book was written by Doctor Seuss, and that's the very first thing you get when <laughs> you Google the foot book. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. I was expecting <laughs> to be horribly grossed out. Doctor Seuss's wacky book of opposites, the foot book. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Nice. Well, Zach, you got any questions for? Who, have you been dying over the years to ask us in-depth questions? Well, I, that I, since, cringe at? since since you know we, we've been doing this on well, you guys have been doing this online radio show for for now six years on top of the yeah. fifteen years. What would be your disc jockey names? Uh, BD. <laughs> I guess I don't. I'm not crazy, Chris. <laughs> crazy Chris. Uh, well, my, name, yeah. my nickname. Uh, my nickname from high school was Big D. Well, how do you get a nickname like that? That's a great nickname. <laughs> I just asked them. 
<laughs> well, Donovan's tall, so. Not going to be a fight for the name Big D, yeah. <laughs> Josh, what would your handle be? What are some what are some J adjectives? There's jumpin', there's jolly, there's jovial. Jump, Josh. Jumpin' yeah. Josh. Josh Lappin. There you go. Jumpin' Josh Flash. I'll a guess. <laughs> there you go. JR, your your radio handle. My uh, radio handle? Yeah. Yeah, what would your radio handle be? If you were like a yeah. you know, top forty or, or or in your case, oldies station. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I that you got me stumped there. I have absolutely no idea. Okay, here here's your porn star handle. What's the name of your first street you lived on, Jr. Oh, and that, the name of your first so pet? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm I'm Fritz Argon, everybody. Fritz, Fritz Argon. <laughs> I'm Fritz Argon. That is, that is that is the worst. That's one of the worst I've ever heard. That's one of the best I've ever heard. The host of the show that I'm on, Brad Douglas. <laughs> oh, it's slots talk. It's talk, like, it's talk like slot Thursday. Zach, what would your radio handle? Oh be? man, well if, if we were doing porn names, it would be uh, Casper Evergreen. <laughs> but uh, could you put that ghost on green? What? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, no, my I guess my my if I could come up with one just on the spot it would be would be. Uh, because my, my initials are ZDJ, so I'd have to do DJ Zacky Zack or something like that, you know. There you go. But uh, my other question was, what is your what is your one favorite memory of the show that you can just think of on top of the head? Calling Jr. in the hotel room was hilarious, and his dog. <laughs> I still favorite crack memory. up quite often to that. I got that scene for Tony memories. Honestly, <laughs> does, does, does it? Because I think my favorite memory is probably not I mean not me but me on the show but like this is like when I was still a listener. Uh, this is my favorite episode of the, of the Crawl Space when it was uh, Brad and Zach and Kevin and Bailey and Stella and Jr. talking about the black cat issues from Brand New Day when she came back and really having that conversation about sex and comics and who they were trying to market to. I I remember I was in my dorm room listening to that and, like, rewinding over and over because it was such food for thought, you know, really talking about issues that people don't really talk about with Spider-Man. And I, I to this day, that's, like, my favorite episode. Yeah. Wow. Remember that's Brad, cool. like, she's a cat, so she takes a milk bath as, as if it was the most <laughs> obvious thing in the world. It is. It still is. She's a cat. That's comics. Kevin goes, Brad, are you serious? She wears, a cat, she wears a cat suit. She's getting in character. Come on. Oh, dear. <laughs> No, I, I will say this. One of my favorite memories, and I was just thinking about this the other day, was um, Bat, Brad was – it was the message board questions. Brad was, I think, fumbling over Themyscira, and <laughs> Stella corrected you. And then Bailey comes in out of nowhere and says, raise your hand if you read for a living. That still makes <laughs> me laugh. Themyscira doesn't often come on the teleprompter. That. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it just it, every time I think of that, it cracks me up. And and and, and of course, you mentioned Jr.'s dogs in the in the hotel room. I yeah. I think a lot of my favorite memories of the show are are based off of the uh, um, the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff, some of the stuff that they don't get to hear. You yeah, know like what? Um, just all the audio problems. I mean. You know, we you've posted the bloopers episodes, but I, I think that happens every episode. Something, so, especially when I was on, because God knows, <laughs> I was I was the king of technical difficulties. But um, you know, I just 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 those things, and <laughs> and it'd be like for a long time, Skype would 
Skype would just randomly drop people off the off the call, and yeah. we'd be like, "No," you know. It still still does. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten better, I think. Yeah, it, it, I agree. The, the recording process has gotten a little bit better and sounds a little bit better, and yeah, etc. So, so I, I'd I say mean, the mousey is one of my favorite memories on here. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that, I thought we, I thought we hit a particular high note with that. Uh, Jr., what's what's your favorite one of your favorite podcasts? Now? Oh Lord, I mean, there have been so many, and there have been a lot of funny moments. Um, yeah. God, I, I I don't know why, but I, I seem to just for some reason I think of uh, the Joey Z one, oh, awesome. um, because I think that's where like because really Spider History I really kind of struck for a long time. I didn't know what the heck to do with it or what I was doing with it, and and then all of a sudden you know li- you know listening to Brad completely vapor lock uh, during the uh, during the uh, the whole Joey Z thing, uh, it was like oh, okay, I think I kind of got a shtick now. I think I know it where is, to go it with was this. Very hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would agree, Jr. That was that. Was, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's so many times where we've just gut busted laughing. And yeah. and a lot of those a lot of those have been immortalized in the favorite. Uh, yeah, wait, Hornacek was our first caller what? 15 hours ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was hoping you guys could get get him on because he, he. Oh, he was very good. Let, that, that's a good way to re- end up end up the show. Let's uh, have Chris and Bertoni share their favorite podcast memories. So, Chris, what, what's one of your favorite memories of six years of this show? Ooh, well. I actually think my favorite all-time episode is one where I think the only members there were Brad, Kevin, and Stella, and it was uh, a month where just everything was getting an F from everybody, and it was (laughs) one of the most hilarious things to listen to. Um, And uh, I I liked uh, Kevin saying one of my message board questions was one of the best he'd been asked. Um, I liked uh, uh, Bertone's... uh, First Bertoni bio with uh, oh, yeah. um, Flash Thompson's brother-in-law. Crash Bill in law Yeah, <laughs> that was that was your idea too. I know you get the credit I, for that you one. Did it, you, I, I thought that I didn't realize there'd be so much you could do with it because that person only appeared for one page, but it was one of the funniest things I ever heard. On, and I, I was lucky enough to be here for that. So, you know, I think those are the ones that just are instantly coming to my mind. Josh, how about you? What's some of your favorite podcast memories? Uh, like I said, the the mousey. Anytime that like everyone is just on the same page, because sometimes you know there'll be a joke that maybe two people on the show are in on, and everyone else is like, okay, moving on. But then there there's the serendipitous times where like you got everyone on the podcast, and it's just you know it, it's all grooving, you know, everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that the mousey was one of those times. Yeah, I agree. All right, I think that's a wrap, gang. Thank you for 15 years and six years in the podcast. This is our final broadcast. We'll miss you very much. This is our final. We, we, we're, <laughs> final we're going to Color Bars. Cue the uh, God Bless America song. <laughs> God Bless America. JR's going to be taking over an NBC late night talk show. Brad's <laughs> going back to his days as a college disc jockey. Dom's going to become a radical, you know, uh, feminist, you know, Well, <laughs> I already am. <laughs> what are you going to do, Josh? What am I going to do? And what's Chris doing? That remains He'll never close. be seen again. For, yeah. for, for Chris is starting his own, is going to be on a sitcom about his wacky law firm adventures, because everyone knows that there's nothing more comedic than, you know, a high-pressure law firm of young twenty of young 20-somethings having lots of sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex me up, buttercup. 
Oh, whoa. We've been sharing bathrooms. What's Zach doing? What are you doing? Zach and I are traveling the world together <laughs> in our van, solving whatever problems are needed. You know, With like, a great name. Yeah, is there, is there, you know, if there's like a marriage that's falling apart, you know, Zach and I will, you know, wear disguises and do little things, because we can never let it be known, you know, what, what we're doing and why we're doing it. Each time oh. hoping that the, the next leap is the leap home, is that it? <laughs> of course. Nice, nice. Yeah, we, we have to fake our deaths to start with, for some reason. <laughs> I'm even laughing. <laughs> <laughs>